0: Shalom, and welcome to In The Beginning. My name is Shmuel Bowman, and I am a Torah scribe. The professional microphone that I use for this podcast uh, broke uh, today. So until I get a new one for next week, uh, please bear with me. I'm using the built-in microphone for my webcam. So the quality isn't going to be as good as it usually is. Um, I apologize. And uh, next week, um, it will be back to the uh, the quality that uh, I really prefer to have. This week's Torah story is Ki tetse, And Within this Parshat HaShavuah, this this weekly reading, there are so many interesting ideas that really you could have discussion after discussion after discussion just from this week's Torah portion. It's really, really fascinating. But I want to look at the last few lines of this week's Parshat, and they can be found in Sefer Devarim, the book of Deuteronomy, the fifth book of Moses, chapter 25, verse 17 through 19. You can open that up and take a look for yourself. This is a really emotional mitzvah, a very emotional commandment, something that in every single generation of the Jewish people, we could read this and we could say, yep, uh-huh, I know exactly what this means. That's that's what's going on. Let's take a look at it. Zahor Et Asher Asa Lacha Amalek Bederch Remember what Amalek did to you on your journey after you left Egypt. How undeterred by fear of God he surprised you on the march when you were famished and weary and cut down all the stragglers in your rear. Therefore, when the Lord your God grants you safety, from all your enemies around you, in the land that the Lord your God is giving you as a hereditary portion, you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Do not forget. That's it. Those are the last few lines of this week's Parsha kitze. Very powerful, powerful mitzvah, very powerful commandment, and yet also very complicated. Let's break it down a little bit to understand what's going on. Remember, remember, Zahor, remember what Amalek did to you, right? This unbelievable tragedy, this absolute evil, how undeterred by fear of God, he surprised you on the march. It's very interesting, by the way, that Amalek, an entire nation, is talked about in the singular. He surprised you on the march. Okay, it's making it very, very personal. It's the nation of Amalek surprising the nation of Israel. But the Torah and the Torah does this a lot throughout not just the five books of Moses, but through the entire Bible, through the entire Tanakh, we see situations where an entire nation is described as an individual It just makes it really, really personal. How undeterred by fear of God he surprised you on the march when you were famished and weary and cut down all the stragglers in your rear. Who are those stragglers in the rear? Those are the elderly who are walking slowly with their family members who are assisting them. These are the people who are physically challenged, okay? The people who are mentally challenged. The people who are not able to necessarily keep up with the pace But you know what, there's room for everybody. They just need to take their time a little bit more. These are people who are maybe taking care of small children, mothers, and other caregivers. These are the people who are sort of at the the back of the, the crowd. And those are the people that Amalek devoured first. How absolutely immoral, how evil in its core. And it goes on, therefore the Lord your God grants you safety from all your enemies around you. When, In other words, when, when we're safe in the land of Israel, we finally made it through this journey, through this 40 years in the wilderness, right? When that happens, you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Okay, now I'm supposed to blot out the memory. I'm supposed to erase the memory, Okay. And then the last line, do not forget. It's like, hold on, wait a second. Am I remembering? Am I erasing the name of Amalek? Or am I supposed to forget? Hmm, it seems to be a little bit complicated. Well, I'm going to suggest uh, a possible answer through a fascinating custom, an ancient custom, that some sofrim, some Torah scribes do. This is what they practice. What they do is every day in the morning, you know, when they come into the study and they come into their workplace to start writing, to start scribing. And, you know, you want to practice writing. You want to make sure the ink is flowing. You know, I know in my in my study where, where I do my Torah scribing. So you want to make sure the humidity level is just right. I keep mine at 65%. And that way you can ensure that the ink is gonna flow through the kulmus through through the quill, and it's all gonna come out nice. And you wanna just make sure everything's all set up. So you start writing some Hebrew letters. So it's a tradition of some scribes, and uh, I've done this too, where you write out the name Amalek. You write out the name Amalek in Hebrew, and then uh, you let it dry. And then you go about your work and your business and your projects, and then at the end of the day, When you're finished and you're ready to pack up, you erase, you scratch out the name Amalek. And this takes place, this practice takes place among many scribes every single day. The writing of the name and then the erasure, the scratching out of that name every day. I started thinking about that custom and that that tradition. And it made me think about what is the concept of memory? What does it mean? And um, there's this Jewish curse that uh, when you want to curse somebody or you want to curse a nation, you say, Yemach Shamo. okay? And if you really, really want to be nasty about it, you know, if they really have been particularly evil to you, you say, Yemach Shamo V'zichro. means may the name, may that name be erased. And the, and, the, and the phrase means, may that name and the memory of that name be forever erased. It's a very, very, it's a curse that you say only for the worst of the worst. We've said it for Haman, Haman for the, from the Purim epic. In modern times, we've said it for Stalin. Right? We've said it for, uh, for Eichmann, for Hitler. And as far as that's concerned, the entire Nazi um, movement, right? That 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 entire idea that those people, that their names should be blotted out, that their memory should be blotted out, you know, it's a very, very powerful idea because we want to be remembered and we want to be remembered for the good. Right? I know, for example, that when we talk about somebody who uh, has died and that person, we want to honor that person, right? We say, Zichron Levracha. Zichron Levracha means, may their memory be a blessing, right? May, may their memory, or may, 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 may her memory, or may his memory, right, be a blessing always. This idea that when we think about that person, right, when we think about that person, It's a blessing. That's the idea of what a good memory is supposed to be. So therefore, by contrast, somebody who's been evil, right? So we don't want to remember them for the good. And maybe that's what it means to blot out the memory and therefore never forget. Never forget that this person or this nation did something so horrible, so terrible, that nothing, no matter what happens, can ever justify, never condone, never find any, any glimmer of, of goodness in what they did. That is their legacy. And that is the legacy of Amalek. Please join me every week for new ideas and uh, let's share these secrets together. Shalom. I'm Shmuel Bowman. Would you like to have your favorite Bible verse as it was originally written, or give someone you love a special gift? Shmuel will create a Hebrew verse of your choice on parchment in the traditional Torah scribal form. The parchment is framed by an original design paper cut depicting the unforgettable Jerusalem skyline. The paper cut is available in three beautiful colors, midnight blue, burgundy wine, and desert beige. Please visit our website, www.sacredscrolls.net.